can't really think of a better group of people to be zapping with the gun either because the actors get they get into it they're like no please or do it shoot me i'm like man no one else would be this extra about me shooting you with a temperature gun hello everyone and welcome to westminster stories my name is anthony giorgio and i am the forum's video and podcast director and you just heard a little bit from abby hagan who is a senior theater technology major at westminster college on this episode You'll get to hear her conversation with forum reporter Lucas Arrico about how the COVID-19 pandemic affected live theater at every venue from Westminster College to Broadway. Here is their interview. Enjoy. Abby, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. My first question that I have is what got you into tech theater? Yeah, so um, I actually started with tech theater after a bit of a job crisis, a career path crisis. Um, I was really a hardcore science kid back in my high school days, um, and all my life I kind of knew that I was going into biology, and biology was where I was going to end up. And then senior year of high school, it occurred to me that I did not like it. It did not make me happy, and I didn't want to spend my life doing that. Um, and so after a intense conversation with the career counselor, we went over the things that I really did love um, in my day-to-day life, and it came down to I loved math, history, and theater, um, and I didn't really want to be a teacher, so math and history were kind of out uh, as far as practical career options go for me, um, which led me to try to pursue a path in specifically costume design. Every time I would get ready for a show that I was going to be on stage, I was like, oh man, I am so excited for dress rehearsal to see my costume. And then it occurred to me that maybe that costume was the only thing I was excited about and I should be looking into that more. Um, and it wasn't until the second show my high school did that I offered myself up as costume person as opposed to being on stage. And I liked that so much better. Um, I really enjoy working with fabric and clothing and making design decisions. Yeah, that's amazing. And that like you realize that too. So obviously from your perspective, right? You kind of went from senior year of high school. All right, I'm going to go into tech. You went through your freshman year and then the pandemic hit. So what were your first kind of thoughts when the pandemic hit and then you saw like theaters were starting to close? Yeah, so I I think the biggest turning point for me because I had a summer theater job lined up. I had several shows I was working on, like actively designing. Um, and there were two big theater turning points for me in the pandemic. And it was when Broadway closed, which I think was a big deal for a lot of people um, because I didn't really think Broadway could do that. And I was like, oh God, it's closed. That's, things are much worse than I could have ever thought. Um, and then also uh, we had to have a design team meeting for the show that Westminster was getting ready to put on in the spring, right after spring break. And they had all the designers go in and I was working on that show and we discussed what's our game plan. Um, do we think this is gonna clear up in a week? Do we think it's gonna clear up in two weeks? And ultimately we decided that we were going to have to cancel the show, which was also something I was like, oh, well that, okay. And that was kind of the indication to me that things were not going to get back to normal very quickly. It was going to be a long road. Yeah. And then Broadway like shut down. I was like, oh, okay. So theater's holding for a while. I kind of agree. When I heard Broadway was closing, I was like, I didn't know that was possible. And I had so many questions. And when you heard Broadway close, like you said, you kind of got scared. Were there any initial fears that you had when they announced their closure? Yes, um, I think it revealed to me just how big this was all going to be, because, like, that's not 
big giant things like Broadway and like all the sports, the huge revenue, like entertainment creator things, those don't really shut down without huge reason because there's so much money and effort that's going into them that when they do close, you know that something as big is on the way. Um, and I, at that point, I mean, when they told us we weren't coming back to school, I think we all obviously knew that we were in for um, quite the summer, but uh, I don't think even back in whenever month that was, time is kind of sketchy, but um, I don't think I could have foreseen how long Broadway would have stayed closed, how long theater would have stayed down, and also all the different ways that people would have come up with to try to keep theater going when no one can see or uh, be in the same room as each other. I thought it was amazing that there were different ways. I know I saw some like Zoom productions kind of going on throughout the pandemic. Did you, by chance, did you do any like virtual productions? Um, And what did that kind of look like? Yeah, so I, it was actually my first solo costume design assignment at the school um, where I was no longer an assistant. And it happened at the spring of last school year. It was called Stop Kiss and it was a digital production that was 50% live stream and 50% pre-recorded but it was all streamed to people so no one was in the audience and it was a bit different just on the costume side of things there were a lot of the new um, techniques I did not know like you can't put someone in all white or they turn into a giant glowing blob on the camera you can't do really small stripes because it'll glitch the cameras out and everything will look psychedelic there's yeah all those little things I was like man I've got this perfect white striped shirt and it, it was not perfect it did not work it was very quickly cut from the show um and it was it was a different experience but I really think that it taught me a lot as a designer about adaptability and the ways that we keep going that's amazing honestly that you like learned how to like you said like adapt and keep going especially through like virtual doing zoom productions but how did it feel to adjust from in person to doing virtual like that what did that feel like Oh, it was strange. I definitely, for a long time there, I'm going to be honest, I didn't think that a show was going to happen. Just with the track record of the way that shows had been being canceled, we would plan to do something and then the pandemic would get worse and we'd say, okay, it's not a good idea right now. I was given this design assignment in the fall and I knew that it was coming in the spring, but my whole self was like, is it coming? It's really hard to convince yourself that something's not going to be canceled after everything has been canceled for a year. But yeah, it was... A really a great experience and I think the biggest challenge for me was just making myself believe it was going to happen because I was like don't get your hopes up but then pretty soon it was like okay it's time to start picking out costumes because it's happening and so you kind of like you said you kind of mentioned that like there's a point where you're like okay this probably isn't going to happen right things have been canceled one after another was there ever a point where you kind of had a doubt in the major you chose like like going into live theater like at all like during the pandemic yeah, I think, I think the pandemic was a time for everybody to question their career choices, um, especially in the world of entertainment. Uh, anybody who's entertainment adjacent, I feel like at least had somewhat of a, oh no, what am I going to do if theater never comes back? And the good news for me is that costume design translates really well into other forms of clothing design. I don't want to go into fashion design or anything else. Um, it's a really competitive and cutthroat industry that I don't really think I've got the chops for. And... So I was, I was nervous, but I also know that I can do whatever I set my mind to. I'm a pretty hard worker and I, if I really want to do costume design, I think I can stick it out and make it in the industry, even if 
we've got a pandemic going on and theater has to hold for a while. I mean, there are other choices I've got that can sustain me until theater comes back in full force. I think that's really impressive that you kind of had that like positive outlook of, okay, even if it takes who knows how long, like there are other options, there are other ways to look at it. Now that theater has started to kind of go back into full swing as we're seeing, I know Broadway's reopening, we're doing our first in-person show, correct? Birthday party, right? Very excited to see that. Have there been any changes to how theater has either been viewed, how it's being treated, how you approach it from a tech standpoint, like after the pandemic? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I, specifically on the costume side of things, we've always had pretty high sanitary standards just because we're giving people clothes to wear. We want to make sure they're clean, they're um, in good condition, and that they're just for an individual actor. So that was never really a concern, but we definitely instituted some COVID-specific policies. We've got our air filters, our masks, all kinds of wonderful things enhancing and protecting the actors um, and the audience members. Uh, One thing that will be a little different for the birthday party is that we will have, for the first time in a full year, we will have a live audience, but they will all be required to be masked. I'm the stage manager for the birthday party, and I am extremely excited for the audience to get to see all the hard work our actors have been putting in. We have been dealing with COVID, and every year is a new story. We have all been staying masked, staying safe, taking temperatures, but there's the ongoing uh, fight of don't forget we're in a pandemic, don't forget to be safe. Started using this fancy new anti-COVID mouthwash. I mean, there's just all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, and I, I'm glad to hear that you guys are, even though you're back in person, you're reminding yourselves, hey, we're still in a pandemic, this virus is still going around, we need to make sure to be COVID safe, COVID friendly, while also, you know, kind of trying to reinvent that pre-pandemic life. I've noticed myself, especially where sometimes I'm in that setting where I'm like, okay, yeah, this is fun, this is cool, and it feels like pre-pandemic, and then I'm like, oh, don't forget this is still going on. So I think it's amazing that you guys are really reminding each other. It definitely sounds like kind of everyone, cast, crew, set design and costume, and just everyone has that piece, has that part to play in. Yeah, um, as a stage manager, I do a lot of different jobs and I like to call myself like, oh, I'm the fight captain, I'm the intimacy captain, I'm the disease captain. I'm just the person in charge of all of the things that need to be managed and so like every start of rehearsal I take my fancy forehead gun thermometer and I zap people it's my favorite part of my job that's amazing I mean hey you know what gotta look for that silver lining you know and if zapping people with your orange gun is what's the best part of the day then I think that's okay you know I can't really think of a better group of people to be zapping with the gun either because the actors get they get into it they're like no please or do it shoot me I'm like Man, no one else would be this extra about me shooting you with a temperature gun. Thank you all for participating. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that so much. Um, so one more question I had. Now that theaters are starting to open up again, people are kind of going, audiences are coming back, actors, tech, everything's kind of, you know, in the world of theater, uh, nature is healing, as a lot of people have said at the start of the pandemic. Are there any hopes that you have, any changes that you'd like to see, any differences, anything like that? Yeah, I think that the whole pandemic situation has forced a lot of theaters to take a step back and really examine 
their previous practices, both for safety of actors physically and um, safety of everybody mentally. And I've been really impressed with some of the changes I have seen reflecting that, just trying to make sure that everyone is in a good physical and mental state, as opposed to the work till you drop mentality that I think is all too common in the theater community. I, I really have appreciated the ways that we have started to try to value each other as like whole artists as opposed to just um, a role on the stage or a role backstage. I think that it's really brought out a caring element and I look forward to seeing how that um, continues in the future. Awesome. Well, like I said, thank you so much for joining and I will see you for birthday party. Everyone, thank you again for tuning into this episode of Westminster Stories. If you would like to check out more content from the forum, please make sure to follow us online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WC Forum Media. And if you haven't already subscribed to the Forum Podcast, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So be sure to subscribe so that you can hear every episode as soon as it comes out. Until next time, this is Anthony Giorgio signing off. Thank you.